Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Today I'm very delighted to welcome Amanpreet Kaur who is working as talent acquisition partner at HDFC Bank. Welcome to the podcast Amanpreet. Thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Thanks. How about you? I'm great. It's pleasure having you here. Yeah, thank you so much. Even though I'm very much excited to be here. Yes. So, yeah. we'll see how it goes. So, Amanpreet, yeah. just to set some context about you and what you do, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your career journey till now? Yeah, definitely. So, back in 2018, I have completed my post graduation and I have completed my post graduation that is into master of economics. Okay. okay. So, being a economics student, it uh, like recruiting was something very much new to me. Definitely. But yeah, I was I was like looking out for some job or something like that. So I went for recruitment part. Like I have worked. So overall, I do have three years of experience with me. I have started working in 2018 with a recruitment firm, wherein I have learned about recruitment, and from there only I got interest into management and you know managing people things. Yes. So from then. I wanted to become like I wanted to do do something into HR itself. So no. starting off like it like with starting off it I just have the ten years of ex, uh, sorry ten months of experience okay yeah. into recruitment and after I have left my first job there was some like medical issues I was going through. So okay. after ten months of my job there was a career break of two years two long years so okay. it was very much difficult for me because i was having only 10 months of experience and i was not an mba as well yeah. so it was quite difficult for me to find out you know the hr job so yeah. at that moment my mother gives me an option that you should go ahead with mm-hmm. ba so mm-hmm. like yeah this happened and like i told my mother ki like just give me one month i'll figure out something and i will find something into hr then yeah. one fine day i got the opportunity with hdfc securities i yeah. have worked with hdfc securities prior to the, like uh, after my 10 months of experience yeah. okay so i have worked there as an regional human resource executive wherein uh, like i was handling six clusters and uh, like i was responsible for uh, recruitment and onboarding part again okay. onboarding was something uh, like new to me but i have learned over there okay and yeah. like i have worked there for uh, one year okay and after that i have uh, like been working with eclock services limited like yeah. the time period is very much small over there because of night shifts because i have choose to work in night shifts but yeah, yeah it was again something you know very much difficult but yeah. again i was working there as a hr bp so nice. that experience was also new for me because again you know a person from you know uh, like recruitment and onboarding Mm-hmm. Uh, is doing now you know is doing now employee engagement so again mm-hmm. it was a new and very exciting experience for me that 9 months were very good 
okay i have worked there and yeah. like after like there again there was some medical concerns so in because of night shift so i have to move back to day oh. shift so i okay. got the opportunity with hdfc bank as a talent acquisition partner and oh. it's been like 2 months now that i have been there and yeah it is good to be here and you know hdfc is like the india's most pri- uh, like uh, private leading bank so wow. yeah working with like hdfc brand, brand like hdfc yeah. so i'm very grateful and like the overall experience i do have that is around 3 years till now so okay. i'm working on, like on working and i believe that one fine day like like i'll reach at some point where i would be satisfied in my career at least definitely yeah. i think it's been quite a journey you have yeah. been of course yeah. so of course today we'll get a lot of content from our conversation uh, for our yes. listeners so definitely so moving ahead as you mentioned like you are talent acquisition partner and then uh, working yeah. with the hdfc bank so i just wanted to ask you like can you give an example of a time when you have had had to fill a particularly challenging or niche role and how do you approach the search and what was the outcome for that uh, if you can yeah so in a recruiter's life i believe this is the time like where like no one uh, like in recruitment wants this this time but eventually everyone has has to go through it okay yeah. so yeah. it is just like uh, like whenever like obviously while i was working with hdfc securities so there was there was a time where and i was not able to uh, find out some uh, senior level roles because they, that persons are not on nokri and they are not that that much active so what i feel like if you have to you know figure out some critical or you have to close some critical profiles so firstly you have like a person should have their pool with them okay so my approach towards the same is like i will go for reference mapping okay or linkedin even though you can uh, like uh, even though with linkedin also you can because i believe uh, like uh, as in like linkedin is very strong as of now for everyone yeah. and everyone is present over there Definitely. and so this is this is the one thing i feel linkedin uh, and posting your job roles over there it, it it would be the first choice but if you're not getting something you know according to your requirement mm-hmm. then you should go for reference mapping okay. so like because you do have some groups and everything and but ha the thing is here you have to screen and you have to dig in i yeah. believe for critical roles you have to dig in and then you have to uh, like put efforts then only you get one or two profiles okay so if you're getting some sort of profiles like that make sure that you are not rushing in that case okay so first thing is reference mapping obviously there was cases when i was able to close these niche profiles but mm-hmm. yeah sometimes even though i was not able to do so okay yeah. so i believe uh, like Uh, the like what a recruiter can do is like they have to make their own pool for candidates okay and then you have then they have to do they like take references and they have to you know map their like if i'm working in a bank so mm-hmm. if i do have one reference from uh, like one competitive bank so what i'll do i'll call that person i'll get the you know contact details or i'll get the person names or something so that i can search that person so yeah. it would be like you have to tap the person you have to tap the market and accordingly you can get that person for that particular role so 
so yeah outcome is like i have uh, like uh, close that positions but yeah obviously you have to put in lots of efforts to do definitely. so definitely yeah. every yeah you there is yeah. a requirement a lot of efforts and of yeah. using the strategies you have mentioned about linkedin yeah. search and referral mm-hmm. mapping definitely yeah. you can increase the chance of finding the right candidate for exactly the, hmm. so yeah and the outcome can be of course the successful yeah th- yeah that depends like to- totally it depends but yeah okay. when you are putting your efforts then definitely uh-huh. you push business you push operations to close the positions because these positions are being aging now okay yeah, like yeah, two yeah. months three months so basically if we are lo- if we have find uh-huh. out like if we have pick, like we do have some candidates for the same we yeah. should not reject on some basis of the same if the person is or the candidate is uh-huh. good so yeah. i feel like somewhere we as an organization we have to compromise on something like some like aspects yeah. and then we can close the positions definitely very well yeah. said amanti yeah. and of course talking about you know recruitment process and all nowadays hmm. we have seen a lot of uh, Uh, hiring process which is based on diversity equity and inclusion and you know yes. companies are promoting these hmm. things a lot more nowadays yeah. so i uh, yeah. just wanted to ask you like how do you ensure that the recruitment process is fair and equitable uh, for all the candidates regardless of their backgrounds or uh, yeah. their experience and what they are regardless of their uh, you know uh, gender and also hmm. how these process can be fair so uh i believe that you have mentioned about diversity in hdfc we do have some profiles wherein we used to have diversity only okay, okay. and around 33% of employees are like a female employees that are working in hdfc bank i believe right now yeah, yeah okay so it is something like yes we are working on diversity but your as per your question like how yeah. we can ensure Yeah. the process is fair so yeah. i believe like recruiters are quite fair mm-hmm. and equitable while they follow hiring processes however one thing that i feel that um, recruiters need to share full information mm-hmm. okay a complete information you can say with candidates yeah. about the job role salary yeah. bracket Look, location grade and designation mm-hmm. okay like much more things like that mm-hmm. Yeah. second thing uh, we should be open for the candidates for all locations you know and on the basis of gender age career gaps and marital status we have to screen that candidate that we are not based on genuine things because there is one thing that we need to analyze over here and that is a trend of a candidate okay yeah. if yeah. the trend is good and there are certain genuine problems Yeah. Okay, then we can consider that we 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 can't say that you do have career gap because of this, yeah. so we we can't hire you. Firstly, yeah. being a recruiter, we need to understand this. He yeah. like that What? the trend of yeah. uh, you know candidate is good, and yeah. accordingly we can hire that. Even though even if you uh, like nowadays, what is happening? Like if we are hiring female candidates, like single candidates, mm-hmm. so interviewers used to ask like, what are your marriage plans? Okay. Mm-hmm. so i don't think so like on some like on the basis of someone's personal life we used to, we need to hire someone mm-hmm. so obviously we we ensure this uh, like there should be no biasness on basis of you know career gap gender and yeah. but again the thing is uh, like also we need to see the organizational things as well okay mm-hmm. so if there is something uh, like if the business is open for everything 
okay yeah. then recruiter should not do this thing mm-hmm. okay and if there the things are not mandatory like if, mm-hmm. I, if like i have mentioned that mm-hmm. at some points we have to hire uh, diversity candidates only mm-hmm. so on that note we have to do the same because that is a organizational call okay mm-hmm. so this is the sum apart from that i don't think so ki uh, like um, recruiters like you know mm-hmm. ba- basically i feel that recruiters ensure that they are doing you know fair uh, recruitment and everything definitely yeah definitely i must say like uh, whatever strategies that you have mentioned the steps hmm. you have mentioned definitely they can that can increase the chance of finding the right candidate yeah. and by implementing yeah. these steps the organization can create a fair and equitable recruitment process yeah yeah so yeah. even though if you like even some of like even in some of i also wanted to mention one thing like Definitely. in hdfc here we do have the special criteria or we have the special requir- requirement for mm-hmm. the uh, candidates who are disabled okay, okay that's so really yeah so according to that like we don't want anyone to feel that you can't do this work because of your this disease or disability okay yeah So yeah. in HDFC we used to have that diversity as well yeah. and that that is the best thing i would say like uh, obviously we are focusing on such things as well so i feel like uh, like this is a very good initiative that HDFC has taken like over the years definitely i must yeah. say like by attracting a diverse pool of candidates definitely that can promote a culture of inclusivity <laughs> and belongingness so Yeah. yeah so moving ahead we have talked a lot about recruitment process and all so i just wanted to ask you like uh, how do you use the data and analytics in the recruitment process to organize your uh, recruitment strategies and how do you improve hiring outcomes by the by these analytics process and data so if you can mention some yeah. so yeah. so have you you have mentioned data and analytics so i okay. believe it is not important in recruitment only but okay. in the whole process of hr it is important because being in hr you have to analyze each and everything and uh-huh. then you have to make the decision for the same okay Definitely. so coming on recruitment itself how it will help me in recruitment and how recruiters are doing the same so firstly i believe analysis in recruitment plays a significant role mm-hmm. because as i have told you it is giving you insights and mm-hmm. uh, like and information and it also helps us to make decisions okay yeah. so yeah. analysis like in recruitment obviously while we are analyzing we have to analyze the candidate we have to analyze the uh, you know resumes we have to analyze the job applications we have to track efficiency of recruitment you know initiatives and discovering the patterns again analyzing is the is this thing but apart from that we have to analyze candidate itself while we are on call we have to understand that candidate within 5 to 10 minutes only because no one no person is going to change their career or like no person is going to change their job with just one phone call so you have to be very much you know what you say like you have to very much you can say that your pitch should be very much strong yeah. you should be like yeah like that okay yeah. so with that i would say ki like in recruitment process yeah analyzing things are very much important but most important analyzing uh, the candidate is very much important because somewhere that person is going to work with you or work for your company 
so yeah, yeah you have you have to you know analyze that person very well so yeah. that it can help you and data in the sense like obviously while we are working in a company so we have to work like like what are the channels okay how yeah. we are doing the same so i feel uh, like these are the some pointers that uh, we can go ahead and these are the things that we should you know like we should improve while we are doing recruitment obviously if we are using these such uh, strategies obviously you you are going to deliver some good candidates and ultimately uh, if the person is if the candidate is good then definitely that person will generate that much revenue and that will pay off so yeah. recruitment and analyzing is the basic step where while the person is coming in to your organization and after all you are asking about the uh, you know outcomes if the person if the candidate is good at very first time then definitely everything will be good like throughout his journey mm-hmm. like it would be very the outcome would be very good and productive yeah definitely yeah. you have correctly mentioned like by using hmm. the analytics one can optimize hmm. recruitment strategies and organizations yeah. can like improve hmm. hiring outcomes and reduce recruitment cost and build yeah. up effective yeah. and efficient recruitment exactly. process so, exactly so yeah very well said so yeah this almost brings us to the end of our conversation but uh, of course this is the most common and important question i wanted to ask you like because you are uh, in the recruitment process so what are some of the common mistakes that recruiters make during the hiring process and just tell me how to avoid them for the so listeners who wanted to listen they are ample of unfortunately because okay. i believe recruiters has pressure to close the hiring within the timelines and dads okay they have huge pressure for the same so okay. the first common mistake that there is like what i feel while we give are uh, you know if i am doing the same being an organizational point of view i will do but mm. like you know there are multiple recruitment firms as of now consultants and everyone but mm. i don't think so ki they are screening very well the mm. you know the recruiters are doing that same mm. so the the thing is like there is no proper screening of the profiles this is the first mistake okay uh, mm. for the sake of sending cv or for the sake of you know uh, like sharing the cv we are just doing it mm. so i believe there is no proper screening of the profile mm. the second one is like we do connect with selected candidates but mm. we don't do not bother to connect or inform rejected candidates okay mm. to connect with them is like it can also help us to prepare a good database and connections to for future openings like if you do have like someone who is not suitable for this profile but yeah that person is suitable for another profile so we have to maintain that as well and that is our duty that we have to inform and we have to let them know that as of now we can't go ahead with your candidature but later on if we do have some you know openings we will go ahead so yeah. that will also maintain a database for you that i was telling you about you know pool the candidate yeah. pools and everything so that will also uh, like help a recruiter apart yeah. from that uh, like what i feel is like the recruiter is not providing proper information and they don't even set expectations on salary part and profiles too because if you see when a person is giving interview okay yeah. They, yeah. they were like not aware like for what profile they are being you know interviewed and what are the what would be the job roles and kra so mm-hmm. i believe like this is something we need to improve while 
we are you know sourcing candidates and while we are sharing cvs or while we are working for the any companies or whatever the situation is so yeah. make sure that we are setting the expectations mm-hmm. and we let them know that we should you know um, tell candidates like this is the profile and this much you have to do it like if you know like if someone is coming out for operations role but yeah. suddenly they the person uh, came to know like you have to do sales part so again it would be a fault of recruiter because that person didn't told and the like they have not given that proper information yeah, so information exactly. giving information is very much important but yeah i believe that uh, like the pressure of closing profiles mm-hmm. is that much but ha huh, but these are the little you know efforts minor efforts that we can make and mm-hmm. in future this minor efforts can you know make recruiters job little easy i feel so definitely wow. uh, i think that was some great points brought up by you and thanks for sharing the challenges because uh, <laughs> yeah. i think by avoiding these common mistakes mm. recruiters can improve the hiring process and attract yeah. retain top talent and you know yes. with a positive employer or brand so yeah, yeah that yeah. was great point and that makes a lot of sense So yeah. yeah I'm sure there's a lot of take away from the content you have shared today and thank you for sharing this Amanpreet uh, it really has a lot of insights for our listeners so yeah this brings us to the end of our conversation but before we leave can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you so definitely uh, like you can search my linkedin profile okay that's the name with amanpreet kaur okay. and if you want like any sort of email it is then also I can share the same Yeah, so uh, they yeah. can connect with you. Yeah. yeah. So my email ID is for any sort of. Uh, so basically, let me just tell you, I'm not hiring person for Pan India, okay? Because I'm getting very like I'm getting so much of CVs. So yeah. So I'm handling North too as of now. If someone wants to like share their candidature and they feel that they are like uh, suitable for the job roles, firstly you should go for my LinkedIn profile. There I've posted multiple. Uh, openings for HDFC Bank. Apart okay. from that, if you want to share your CV, my mail ID is mentioned over there. But still, I'll uh, let them uh, let let you know that is Amanpreet dot core twenty two at the rate of H- at the rate HDFC Bank dot com. Okay, okay. Thank yeah. you, Amanpreet. Thank you yeah. for sharing this. Thank oh, you, thank you, Riddhi, for hosting you today. Yeah, thank you so much. And I like this is a very good experience for me that exactly. I, I can share my insights. and <laughs> uh, this, this was a very good uh, this, this is a very good platform wherein you can get you know the young people and obviously this is very helpful for everyone so that they can improve themselves and even though i will go definitely i'm going to go through uh, your podcast even uh, i'm going to go through so yeah, that yeah. i'm going to listen that so maybe somewhere i can uh, if i'm doing something wrong So uh-huh. definitely, I would just want to that I'll improve myself as well. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. For Thank sharing. you so much, Shridhar.